Have you ever thought how to speed up your IT career? Have you ever thought why some engineers, architects, leaders and scientists are more successful than others? My name is Lukasz Karwacki and I love asking questions. I invited here many industry experts with different backgrounds and point of views. This is Engineering Growth Club Podcast. Welcome on board. Hi, and very warm welcome to our special guest today, Deborah Louis Stevens, a customer insight expert with 15 years of experience. Hi, Debbie. How are you doing today? I'm really well. How are you? I'm fine. Thanks. Great to see you and great to talk to you. Let's go straight to the subject and let's have a quick warm up. I would like to chat for a while about empathy because this is something which uh, actually is kind of modern recently and people think they know exactly what is it, but I'm not sure of that because I thought that I knew, but I'm not sure I still learning. So what's your thoughts about empathy itself? So empathy, I would say, is the ability to really understand to quite reasonable depth and share the feelings of another. So it's really kind of, you may not be experiencing the same situation as somebody else, but you understand it. And to some degree, you may share the same feelings. Um, It's pretty complex because I think it also gets confused with compassion. And it's quite a deep noun in itself, you know, trying to sort of unpick it. But I would say that overall, it's ability to understand and share the feelings of another. Um, So really feeling what they feel and really kind of sharing what they feel as well, even though you may not be going through the same thing. So it's very interesting because we all, like both of us, we are experiencing the same situation, but there is something that empathy is, if I understand your feelings and your situation and uh, empathy from your side to me, if you understand my feelings about the situation and my, my side of this experience. But you've got the ability to understand others. You've got a kind of empathic person. As far as I know, it's kind of natural for you. But did you learn this or was it like completely natural for you? Yeah, I think most people, I would say, if you're sort of naturally empathetic, it comes with your personality traits. However, you can learn to be empathetic. And that would be, you know, an example of that is putting yourself in another person's shoes. So really considering what that person might be going through, whether it's an incident that they've been through, uh, whether it's happiness, and really kind of tapping into your own experiences in terms of, you know, getting as close to a situation whereby you may have had the same feelings. So for me, I think I, I'm very much a people person. I also think, you know, I adapt myself sometimes to people that I meet, depending on who they are. I try and listen to what they're saying. I guess, you know, trying to really understand how people feel. If there's a similarity, as I said, if I've experienced something, then, you know, I can share that feeling. Where it does become difficult is when you've got an opinion or you just don't don't understand it and therefore you almost feel a little bit you don't understand what they're feeling and and those situations would be around things that you think are fundamentally wrong an example of that is 
you know, I, I think about my own education and what I do now, but um, having done a law and social science degree, the two things worked very well. And to give you an example of where you're not very empathetic is if someone commits a crime and you can't understand why they did that and their their kind of approach and motive towards it. And so therefore you don't feel empathetic towards that. But actually if you uncover that in a deeper level, um, what you'll find is there might be something that was driving a feeling, a feeling of isolation, a feeling of not fitting in in society that may have led them to that situation. So I think it's a very complex area. It's not straightforward. And I don't think, to answer your question, I don't think people are necessarily naturally, everyone is naturally empathetic. Indeed, it's very complex. I thought about myself. I I thought that I was a people person, but finally I think I'm I'm kind of in between. You mentioned that if you have an opinion, for example, and you disagree with the someone else's opinion, can you still be empathic with this? Yeah, probably you could, but I think it might drive sharing that feeling. So if you disagree with it, you might think, well, I can just about understand why they feel like this or why they did that, which is more of an action. But I'm not sure, I suppose, in terms of embracing that feeling fully, I'm not sure that that would be kind of 100%. You wouldn't necessarily embrace that feeling entirely. All right, thanks a lot. This one thing about to feel when walks in somebody's shoes, there are other stages understand. You mentioned that you've got an opinion which is completely different than the other person. So it's very hard, very hard to uh, share the feelings, but at least you can understand the person and you can dig in somehow in some, with some questions, for example, to better understand this kind of approach, point of view, attitude. Yeah. Uh, is there any kind of question which helps you to understand or open another person to tell their motivation about their situation or their approach. So how to kind of be empathetic? Is that what you're asking me? Yeah, or yes, a kind of to be uh, empathetic or to understand the other's opinion, which is absolutely opposite to yours, for example. You know, things are behavioral. So, you know, when I feel happy, there's a reason that I might be feeling happy other than maybe I'm a happy person. Um, But there will be certain things that drive you to feel that happiness or sadness. And, you know, a lot of that's the construct of who you are. Um, So if you don't feel empathetic for someone being sad and you can't understand so a situation whereby you know someone's not won the lottery well you know would I be depressed about that no would I understand if someone was depressed about it not really actually because I think there are bigger things in life to be worrying about but if that person and their background and their um you know, that their setup is they're desperate. They are not feeling emotionally well. They are, you know, they don't have anything else in their life. They're looking for escape. Well, then I might understand a little bit about that depression, but I wouldn't share that feeling because, you know, I know the probability of of um, winning the lottery is probably one in a million. Yeah, I guess. And yeah, um, and therefore, I'm not going to be very empathetic. Do I understand it? Well, if I take all those 
things into consideration than maybe, but actually I can't say in that instance I'd be empathetic. I can kind of get my head around it, but yeah, I, I don't truly understand why that person's depressed yeah i see i understand just wondering if okay it's very sometimes very hard to feel empathetic especially if the situation is completely out of our life but at least we can understand the side of the coin but just wondering um do you think that that working environment it's very emotional there are a lot of tensions a lot of emotions in general, work, and that's worth to be kind of empathetic or at least trying to understand others. So are you saying, I mean, are you, are you putting the lockdown situation into this or are you just talking about in general? Actually, in general, but lockdown is a very good example because f- for me, in the beginning was fine, but now it's, it's getting harder and harder. It would be great to, if you share your experience. And how do you cope with it? Honestly, I'm day by day on the lockdown, especially lockdown three. I am craving social contact, real life social contact. I think it's really hard to do things over a screen. I think it's really tough and it's getting harder. And I think, you know, January dark um, evenings, you know, hours that are, you know, gets dark at about four I think that's not helping. I think it's dark in the morning. That's not helping. And I think people definitely need that socialization and contact. To survive at work, I think you have to be empathetic. And I think to survive at work, you have to really challenge yourself about when people are upset or when, you know, how people are feeling. And I think at the moment, specifically with the lockdown, people are very raw and they're very tense there's anxiety people's well-being is probably not on point and I think you know that's driving people to behave badly or act out you know there's different camps of people people want to be seen they want to be heard and that's a big thing actually so being heard at work or you know being people being impressed or you know this kind of feeling of being able to move on there'll be people that generally are happy to stay in the same job and the position and not move on that's just some people's way and I get that but there'll be people that just kind of want recognition and that drives kind of quite bad behavior at times if it's not received um, people become very upset and I think you know to 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 be in a, a situation where you're working with people that aren't your chosen friends and I won't even go into family because that's complex in itself because you know, people have family issues, things aren't always great. You have to be empathetic and you have to allow people to get their point of view. And to be quite honest with you, some people can't get their point of view across in a way that works for everyone. So, you know, you have to kind of consider what's going on. Um, And we see all sorts of things playing out at work, all sorts of different emotions. And you have to just challenge yourself and say, hang on, did this person write this email to shame this person because... They want to get recognition, are trying to sort of get to the top quickly and step all over people. Or is it that they just don't have a good way of communicating? Which one is it? Unfortunately, it's a skill that helps you to do well at work. Okay, thanks a lot. It's uh, very interesting what you mentioned because uh, you said it's a skill which helps you to be well at work and like 
if I work with engineers, they underestimate the value of empathy because they do something technical which doesn't have any interaction with others or just by email or very rare contact by phone or by uh, Zoom conversation or even like in the office conversation. It's very, it's very limited interaction. So in that case, people think that empathy is not that important. Would you give one or two ideas how to become more sensitive, more empathic to others, even if you do some coding work? Um, undoubtedly, if you work in a technical role, uh, people don't understand what you do. And it's hard to articulate what you actually do and the importance of what you do. And I work in customer insight as one of the sort of experts within that field. And my area is data analysis, data mining, data science. So people will always challenge, criticize and not understand what you're doing and why you're doing it. And frankly, I haven't really got time to always explain. And through my own frustration, you know, it can be very challenging and it can be very difficult to get your point across. But my my thing is, because I, I personally think that IT have it quite bad at times. People don't understand the area. They either dumb it down or they think it's a black box. And because there is a lack of time to explain what you're doing in a simple manner, so what do I mean? In layman's terms, people think that perhaps they'll, they'll criticise because they're frustrated and they need something, that you're not doing it properly, or they think you're talking a load of guff, uh, rubbish. And my response to that would be, especially when you know that that person doesn't actually have a real reason for you challenging other than they need something yeah. delivered. So my yeah. response for that to that would be, okay, I hear what you're saying. First off, can you tell me what the problem is in detail? I can explain to you in detail. However, I'm not expecting you to really understand you know this is why I'm here I would say this is why I'm here to work on the technicality of what I'm doing and you know quickly if someone's reasonable they'll listen to what you're saying and they go oh, okay right I didn't realize you had to go through all these stages and you have to kind of explain in a way that people that are outside of your arena really understand what you're doing and that's a challenge But equally, there can be people that just are very dismissive. And I think you always get that at work. And it's not okay to be like that. It's not okay to dumb down when you don't understand the area truly. And listen to the experts and listen to the people that are around you. I mean, ultimately, if you're not listening to people and not taking on board, even giving people a chance to respond, then you're going to lose that person. You're going to lose that person either that they won't, won't respect you, so you won't respect them, I should say, or you're going to actually lose that person because they'll just get hacked off and think, well, I'm just being constantly challenged and criticized and I'm trying to get my point across that there's no point being in this business anymore and I'm going to leave. You know, there's different ways of looking at things. You know, sometimes people say things because they're trying to connect with you and sometimes it might come across badly because actually you're not that person that people think you are. Um, so it's about listening and really thinking about their 
side of the coin as well as yours. Yeah, I understand absolutely. So I had experience that we were, were developing something and a business user saw something similar in different system and they said, okay, we want the same in this system. We said, okay, we'll take two or three months uh, because it's kind of complicated. They had a feeling that we were misleading them and didn't want to deliver a simple project. In fact, this feature was completely new to the system and you had to build everything from scratch. So I absolutely understand how difficult it is sometimes to describe the technology to non-technical audience. And just to wrap up, you said something like, okay, if if you want to respond for kind of like frustration or kind of challenging conversation with someone who has different level of knowledge in your area, for example, just it's worth to say, I hear you. I hear you. What are you saying? Would you be so kind to tell me details of your point of view, your side of this situation? And please let me explain with the details of my situation. Even they are technical, let me speak. And because I think it's the best idea if we understand each other. Yeah. Exactly that. I really like the idea of black box because sometimes when you're working on something, it looks like invisible completely for others. And it's very hard to uh, cope, especially if the timelines are very tight. It can be very stressful. Is there, like, just going to the end of our conversation, what's your best idea to calm down uh, stressed technical teams? That's a good one. That's a very good one. You know, maybe it's to agree to disagree with people that are technical or non-technical, people that are challenging you. Try and see it from the person's point of view. You know, I think you have to be careful when you challenge. So there's an expression, which I'm probably about to get wrong, but don't sweat the small stuff, which just means take a walk, have a coffee, go around the block and just decide, you know, is it really is it really worth interrupting your day to get emotional or upset about can you just carry on and just ignore it and just say okay don't agree with that point you know I'm going to carry on with what I'm doing because I've got a whole agenda of stuff to do um so it's not you know it's not worth wasting that energy or are you going to set aside a time that's convenient that doesn't interfere with your working schedule and just sit down and say make a point and say okay I've had to think about what you've said I actually don't agree with this and these are the reasons what do you think and uh, if you're still not agreeing then there's nothing you can do about it at the end of the day unless it's something very serious yeah I agree I agree that you can disagree actually it's very hard to convince someone to a solution which they are, especially if they are really believe in this, and they might be mistaken. You also might be mistaken. Never res- respond under emotions. So go for a walk, go for a coffee, cup of tea, just relax for five, give yourself five, ten minutes. So you calm down yourself and then later you can respond with some logic because our like reptile mind can quickly find the answer and later we always, almost always regret that. I think that's a kind of very good tool that, okay, it should be implemented by all team members. If they feel something under pressure and they want to respond like a reptile, yeah. So maybe it's good to beat a culture inside the team. Okay, I need some time off. I need five, ten minutes to walk away. It's nothing personal. I just need to think about this. 
this is my biggest takeaway from our conversation. I really like that. Thank you very much. It was great conversation. Actually, I learned kind of a lot. I hope I was at least some empathic. Yeah, it was <laughs> really interesting to talk to you and talk about it because it is a complex subject. And uh, yeah, it was great to have the chat and really great questions. So thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. And there is something else. Remember to follow the podcast so you won't miss next episode. Cheers. Music by Stella Ronson.